live. It is early today for us. It is 1 p.m. Central Standard Time in the United States. It is 7 p.m. BST in the UK. So Nomad Tech Project, Sam, Joe, hey. coming to you a little early. That's okay. So we got some stuff, family stuff going on. So we decided to, to put this in your ear holes and your eye, eye holes a little earlier today. And if you're paying attention to the stream, if you aren't, you should. We got Tatar, we got Direct Tech, who decided to spend and lose an hour of his life that he'll never get back <laughs> hanging out with us here. I've done worse things for an hour. <laughs> oh, sorry, yeah, we all. Welcome to the show, Long. Glad you can finally make it. We really appreciate you taking time to spend uh, No, absolutely. Anytime, man. Cool. So, Joe, do you yep. have news? I do, yeah. Right, let's get I've let's got right to the news block. The Sony Xperia 1 Mark IV. Oh, nice. It's not even okay. not even come out of the box yet. I got it today. Cool. So uh, that's gonna have a good so, display, man. I guess so. How yeah. Is nothing phone. Like what? So what's the deal? Like what's the scoop? Was it? I want to try an Xperia. Was it like nothing phone wasn't the thing? Like what was it? Like kind of give us the reason well, why. I've wanted to try an Xperia since the Mark II. Um, I've always had this itch to try one. So do you know what? I thought I might as well give it a go. I got an enhanced recycle on this, so three hundred quid. In, in recycle on it which cleared down my um, previous contract so it was a no-brainer and i can claim a t free tv on this as well that's so really like, why you uh, took it yeah yeah the let's, let's be honest you took it with a tv <laughs> i mean what what free tv you, what what a great deal like getting a phone and yeah. free television i mean it's like it's almost like you're just like you're just giving away tvs just to sell the phones i mean it's like i mean it's awesome. so in advance thank you sony thank you very much <laughs> And uh, Dan, the Granitech, he's got his. I guess he's getting an Xperia Mark IV as well. Yeah. It's inbound, uh, he says, Tuesday. All right, cool. We don't get those here. They don't – well, they do sell uh, Xperias. I did check it out at Best Buy. They do actually sell them there. Um, obviously, there's no contract or anything like that. You just buy them unlocked. But, um, uh, but yeah, we don't get them through carriers here in the United States, which is kind of a shame because I'd, I'd probably take a swing on a Sony. I haven't had one since the XZ1. I think it was the only Sony I've ever owned. And I actually like that phone. So, Batar, what's your, uh, your experience with Sony? Do you – have you used no, them? I've you actually like never experienced Sony, but back in 2014, 15, 16, I knew a few people back then who were rocking the Xperia, and I never heard of it in my life, but everyone was ranting and raving about it. Um, and I, ne I just never got around to trying it, but I kind of wish I had now. Yeah. Yeah, I had a good experience with the old XZ1. I mean, it's about, I, I think it's maybe 2018, 19. I can't remember when it came out. I just bought it kind of secondhand. And Actually, I didn't have a problem with it. I actually liked the phone. I mean, they had those the one with the old experience with the huge bezels on it. So coming from a Windows phone, I was like, yes, bezels are my jam. I love me some bezels. So. You know what? I tried Windows phone, and I'll be honest with you, it's probably my worst tech experience to date. <laughs> yeah, and that's, and, and that's the beauty of it. Like some people like me really got into it and kind of liked the UI. There's other people that just it just wasn't their thing. And it was like not only not their thing, they were like, I actively hate this UI. Like I hate this phone, which is cool. And and I guess at the end of the day, you were on the right side of history because Windows Phone's gone, and here I am. Oh, still... I don't think there's a there's a right side, you know. I mean, <laughs> Ooh, oh, look nice, at that. nice. Is that little little plastic? Oh, that was like foam bump. It's just a, no, it's the, okay. He's just unboxing it right here, folks. He didn't even tell you, Joe. Yeah, why not? Right Might as well. <laughs> I, mean, shit, I would. I mean, that's what I'm saying. I just thought he was going to talk about. It. He's going to just bust it right open. Do you know what? It's so light. Yeah, it know. is so light. It is so good in the hands. Is that how you're it saying? is so good in the hand. It feels yeah. great. It feels it great. On yet? It's not warm yet. Go ahead and uh, yeah. turn it on. Yeah. So anyway, so yeah, go power up and see if it's got some power on it. And uh, should have some juice. So while while Joe's powering up his uh, his new device, there, um, I guess I wanted to ask you, Hadar, like what? So what's the genesis of of your channel? Like where did you, when you grew up? 
Like, when did you decide, like, I want to try this YouTube thing? Like, kind of just the basics of the <clears throat> beginnings of your channel. Yeah, it, it says Sony. Oh, man, okay. Um, I mean, I kind of guess you could say I have always had a penchant for tech since I was little. Um, I was playing, like, the original Medal of Honor for PC back in, like, 1999, 2000. Mm, good game. Um, and it just kind of, from there, it went to the PS1. And something as like as a kid, I was just always really into gadgets and tech. And I think I got it from my dad because my dad had like a crazy obsession with the original Tetris. Oh yeah. Um, oh yeah, I love that. Yeah, my yeah. mom says like she couldn't get him to put it down. Like he was obsessive. Right. And so she says she sees it in me. Um, as I kind of got older, phones were more of a thing, and I was just always really interested in phones. Fast forward now up to kind of say. 2018 I've, I've started taking a real interest i've started watching like mr who's the boss and stuff like that uh i was trying to upgrade as often as i could and stuff like that you know developing as a techie uh then fast forward to late 2019 uh my girlfriend saying to me you know you really enjoy tech why don't you do a youtube you spend so much time watching it and i just said to her like i don't know the first thing about like videography and all of that like i'm gonna suck um <laughs> i don't have the equipment and the budget so I actually then found an Ali Abdul video um, okay. where he showed like all you need is like a 50 pound Rode microphone and Filmic Pro. And I was like, well, I have an iPhone 10s Max at this point. I can download Filmic Pro for 10 pound. I'll get like a 10 pound tripod and screw it. I'm going to do it. Um, got my first MacBook um, in 2020 to start editing with. And yeah, that, that was like the spawn of direct tech. And uh, it's been going ever since. Cool. Well, that's, uh, I mean, that's uh, kind of the high level over you, which is nice. But I mean, it sounds like, so you've used, obviously you have an iPhone and obviously you have a MacBook. So I guess it would be fair to say that, I, I guess when it comes to your channel, you would kind of skew towards uh, more of an Apple, as far as using your own personal devices for editing and just personal use. It's not like more of an Apple use case for the most part, but not exclusively, I would assume. Yeah. So I was going to say, because I've watched a few of your videos. The first video I ever watched was a 4XL one, I think. Oh, cheers, mate. Um, so you do well, do man. Android Android content. But yeah, I see on your logo, it's all like very iOS. But yeah, you do a lot of Android as well, don't you? Yeah. So look, I mean, as much as I love Apple and the Apple ecosystem, I don't like to just review Apple stuff. Because as a techie, I don't feel like it's fair to not experience how the other side live. People want, mm. you know, want me to comment on how I think certain things compare and, and stuff like that, you know. So if I'm not using Android devices, Android products, I'm not really qualified to give a, an opinion until I've tried it. Mm. And I, I enjoy using Android, you know. I used the Pixel 6a for a month, and the month before that, for a month, I had the Pixel 6 Pro. And they were absolutely superb. They're probably my favorite Pixel devices to date. Um, I've got Pixel Buds A-Series, Pixel Buds Pro, various feelings on those. Right. Um, but overall, I just don't think you can go wrong with either. I just stick with Apple because it suits my needs as a content creator now. And after certain experiences, you know, where I found some fallbacks in Android, some shortcomings, I just stick with it because of things like after sales care and the Apple, Apple Store. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and there's no argument. I mean, even for a person who doesn't use Apple uh, stuff routinely, uh, yeah, the ecosystem and the fact that everything works, I, you can't you can't go wrong with it. As far as for for a consumer, you know, you can make an argument that in the, you know, in the 
government space or you know, productivity space or that kind of thing. And when you're doing like business enterprise space, I mean, obviously it's windows, but yeah, for content creation or publications or editing, I, you can't go wrong. I mean, I think you, you just kind of, I mean, you could get it done with a windows PC, but I, I think <clears throat> probably be better served with a Mac just because it offers more. And that's kind of, it's kind of its wheelhouse. I would assume. Do you know what really See, um, it? Sorry, go ahead, Joe. Yes, yeah, so I, I just do everything on Android. I, even the editing and everything I do on the phone. Yeah. That just shows you how amateur I am, though. <laughs> no, not at all. Not at all. Honestly, I mean, who is it? There's a guy with like 50k subs and he edits all his videos on a Samsung Note. Yeah. Oh, really? Note would be a good device to do it, to be fair. Do you know what I mean? And it's, it's still an ARM-based processor. So even if you've got like Luma or something on your phone, you're, you're still reaping all of the benefits. So Androids mm. are more than capable of doing it. You know, they're more than capable. Oh, yeah. They're pocket computers, aren't they? It's, they've got the ability to do it, definitely. And the yeah. apps are very good. I use PowerDirector, and it's got a lot on it. Yeah. A lot on it. Yeah, it's pretty decent. So what exactly are – so what's what's going on in your uh, tech space? I mean, what phones are you using? Which ones are you looking to get? I mean, I know the Xperia Mark IV just came out, as Joe obviously has. And other devices are kind of coming, and obviously we know the – <laughs> the certain fruit is going to have their their devices coming out here in a little bit, in a, <laughs> yeah. A little launch date. So, so, what's going on with you as far as like the next like two or three weeks for, for your channel? Uh, 14 Pro Max all the way. Uh, I started off the 13 generation with the 13 Pro Max. Mm -hmm. um, really heavy, hefty, and after a while, it was starting to bug me. Um, and I downsized to the 13 Pro, which I've got on charge back there. Um, and I've regretted ever since. Um, I've decided that I can tolerate the heft and the strain on the hand for like the insane battery life. All right. Um, yeah, so it's ridiculous, 14... isn't it? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to be going 14 Pro Max. If the AirPods Pro drop at the event, um, the new one, Gen 2, I'm literally going to walk into the Apple store and throw my money in someone's face. <laughs> um, just take it and give me the AirPods before I change my mind. Right. Um, I'm um, looking into getting a new iPad. I'm now iPadless. Uh, I recently sold mine. I had a 2020 Pro. Two years came up. I thought it was a good time to cash in. So, um, yeah, I'm in the market for a lot of fruity, fruity tech. <laughs> exactly. Well, and, and the funny thing is, is and, and it goes to show you, you know, you're not even going to listen to review. Like, you don't even care about it. It's like, look, I'm, t I'm getting this phone. I'm getting the headphones. I'm getting an iPad. Like, you don't even care. And that, again, that pushes my argument that I've always told about Apple stuff is like, I think the majority of people who are using Apple products and the ecosystem and they're, they don't, an Apple can never run an ad ever again. They just said, Hey, by the way, 14 pro max, come get it. And the people are like, <laughs> I mean, even if they yeah. didn't know it was there, they Absolutely. would just walk by the store and they see the sign outside and it says 14, like, Oh yeah. And we're, we're so used to now having a new iterative, either a 13, like an S series or a new phone. It's kind of like a yearly thing that, you know, in the September timeframe, you know, that's a thing. So and, and that's why Apple does it. So, again, they've gotten to yeah. the point where they're so good at it and they've become so good at it. They literally don't have to do anything other than just be. We just have to make phones and just make headphones and iPods <laughs> and just put them in the stores and let everybody just buy the stuff. And we don't even have to have an R&D. Or well, R&D, we mean, have to have a marketing budget. The, the one thing that Apple's mastered better than absolutely anyone, and I think it puts them in the position they're in, is marketing. Mm -hmm. And I think yep. the, Intel, the Intel CEO... Um, there's a quote from him where he says, we're getting beat by a lifestyle company. It's so intelligent the way they've positioned themselves. Like they are a mm. tech company first and foremost, but they pitch themselves as a lifestyle company. People yeah. literally buy the iPhone so they can walk down the street and show you that logo on the back. You yeah. know, how many people go to Starbucks 
just to sit there with a MacBook and be like, oh, yeah, look at me. I've got a six pound latte and a MacBook. Like, right. it, it's, a, it's a flex. <laughs> They've created a flex. Right. It's that says a lot about uh, Starbucks people, doesn't it? <laughs> well, Starbucks I mean, I, over Costa. Right. And yeah. Thing, I'm, I'm Costa, me. I like Costa. Yeah. And wow. it's, he's absolutely correct. I mean, I, and when I walk into, and now I do go to Starbucks, I literally buy the coffee. Like I have, I don't think I've bought any of the other stuff that they make. Like, and I forget it's pumpkin spice latte season, folks. So, you know, <laughs> rejoice. I, I can't even like I pumpkin is just I don't do pumpkin anything. It's just disgusting. And we've gotten completely insane. I never tried it. But you're not missing anything. I don't think. And it's okay. crazy now. Now it's like <laughs> pumpkin spice latte, and then it went to pumpkin like cereals, like breakfast cereals, and then it's like I swear to God, if I see pumpkin toothpaste, I'm probably gonna be like, well, that's probably a thing, right? It's just people go <laughs> off the rails. Dude, I'm serious, man. There's pumpkin. Yeah, but if Matt spice, Apple made it, it would sell well. <laughs> oh, God. They made a pumpkin Listen, they, sell, they, they can sell foam. you on cloth. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly, yeah. And if you gnaw on it, it just tastes like pumpkin spice. You just kind of, yeah, yeah, it's taste. Yeah, no, but I mean, he's, you're 100% correct. It's like, you know, they go in there and it's, it's no longer just, it's not about, you know, about the technology. It's not about the phone itself. It's about the fact that you're in the in club. You've got a device and it's a lifestyle brand. It's literally, mm-hmm. you got a MacBook and you got all the things and you got your little Apple watch and you got your, you know, your, your Apple very, and you, everybody just knows that you're dialed in like that. That's, that's a happening cat as opposed to, as Flossie would say, the peasant, right? Not meaning like, poor yeah, people, peasant. Right. yeah, I mean, but seriously, it's, it's, they've to done Petar's point though. That's where Google have improved this year, big time. Cause they've actually looked at their marketing, put a big, bigger budget on it. And they've followed suit, yeah, finally. Yeah, <laughs> finally realised. Advertising is rife. I mean, I've seen mm. 6A adverts all over Hampshire. Uh, yeah, they're everywhere. Yeah. Just like on TV and stuff. I've seen them on like billboards. I've seen pictures. I mean, I, they, and it's funny. is like, really? 10 years of Apple just crushing you? And then now it's like, hey, guys, this is an <laughs> advertising thing? Like, we should try that. And like, what the fuck yeah. is going on? It's like, does anybody else pay attention to what's happening? It's like, Microsoft doesn't have to really advertise because they're an enterprise brand and they're a software. Right? But it's like, I can't believe Google's like, hey, you guys, man, like Apple's just killing us. And it's like, how are they doing it? Clearly, Yeah. Yeah. It's like, does anybody take else, note. else pay attention to this? Even, even layman, regular consumers could tell you that they're inundated with Apple ads and they can get, mm. you know, and they're also, if you have carrier brands, there, there's so many good, they've been doing crushing deals on trade-ins for years. I mean, like it's, it's incredible what Apple will, can do what they have done. And so it's, it's, they get all the credit. They have, they've, they've done the work. That's for sure. See what Dan said. It's not like Google are into advertising. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we just collect true, data. We don't actually do anything <laughs> with the data as far as like trying to tell everybody that we have stuff, right? It's like, you know, I mean, even when they're original pixels, I mean, hell, have you ever seen a Pixel 4XL ad? Never. No, I no. never. I mean, and finally, there was like, finally, you got to the five and started to kind of, you know, you start to see it. And, you know, they almost pushed. I love the Port Pixel 4XL as well. I yeah, loved it. Was I thought it was a phone, really It was a great, great phone. phone. I love that device. And really liked I was it. It's close to leaving the iPhone that year. The only oh, thing wow. that ruined it for me was the battery. Yeah, yeah. I remember your video. You loved it. <laughs> to, to this day, I, it's still my favorite Pixel because it had Squeeze for Assistant, mm-hmm. solely super solid camera. It did everything so well, so well. I still think it's a better device than the six pro, six pro in a lot of key areas. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, great phone, and they didn't pitch it that well. Um, and actually, that phone kind of got them in a bit of hot water because Mark Levoy left. Because he was pissed about the fact that they chose a telephoto lens that year over the ultra wide. And I mean, we all use pixels here. I've always felt like the telephoto is genuinely redundant on a pixel. 
Yeah. Because their portrait mm-hmm. mode was always so good. It was like, what was the point of it? Right. And even just the, even the pinch to zoom, even if you're moving like a digital zoom, it's always pretty solid. The I mean, super yeah. res zoom was great always. The super res zoom was great. Yeah, super res is good. But if you're going like three or four X, I mean, it's it's pretty solid. I mean, I, you can't argue. And I love that squeeze feature. That's an old HTC. Oh, I just oh, remember man. having my. I just I thought it was so underused. I mean, I thought I used it all the time on my. I had a, a U12 and I used to squeeze. It was so great, man. I was like, this is. Oh, there's an app you can get that you can use that on um, other devices. I oh, can't okay. remember what it's called now. I have to yeah. look into it. But I mean, that's just a shame too. And I, I liked, I thought the Pixel 4X, but in, you know, they always offered, you know, they always did advertisements on their software, right? That we have this and we have Google Maps, right? But they never really talked about their hardware. And I, I think it was mm. honestly, is because I didn't think, I don't think they thought Pixel would actually do anything. I thought they would try it out for a couple of years. When they got to the 4XL, they're like, it's either we, got, we, we have to make a decision, right? Either we're staying with this and we're going into five and six and we're going to keep pushing, right? Or screw it. This isn't working. We're not getting any market traction. Screw it. We're just we're not gonna have a reference device. Essentially, we're just gonna be done. I think COVID hit. <laughs> well, and I think they actually finally made it a good decision to stick to the hardware. I think a lot of companies don't do that. I think they they give up on stuff too easy. I mean, Zune, right? There's there's a dozen devices you can think of that's like, man, really solid device, but they seem like these companies give up on it too easily. I mean, do you do you think like Pitar, do you think they're I mean, do you do you like how the fact that they leverage it and go, okay, this isn't working, or do you think companies don't really take really the time to do, invest and try to push it and see how far you can go if they, they shit can it. So I think with, let's say, to take the Pixel, for example, it's fantastic you're investing in the software, but you need to also invest in the hardware. They both need each other. Right, so you, can't ha- you can't half-ass it. Right. You know? And I think Tensor is a really, really clear show of investment in hardware. I think they've realized that they need to invest in the entire experience beyond the software. That's why you've got the watch come in, the tablet. Because when I say hardware, I'm talking not just like the display and the processor. I'm talking about the ecosystem, having multiple pieces of hardware. Right. Someone at Google has switched on and realized if we want to compete, if we want to be serious, if we want Android to improve, the spearhead has to come from us. It's our product. Right. Yeah. You know, we Android 12L shows that as well. Yeah. Yeah. They're, Android they're improving. Old 4 looks great. Yeah. So it have you had a it's chance? It's massive to do. Yeah. So have you had a chance to check out any of the full devices? I mean, actually, other than just a check? Or, I mean, I yeah, know I the... went down to like a PC World Curry's and I got to check out the Fold 4. Okay. And it's, it's nice, man. It's nice. It's a nice bit of kit. 100%. Yeah. It is a nice bit of kit. But I, I don't know why. I just I don't have any interest in it. I don't know why. Like, I look at it, I think that's beautiful. But could I actually see that as my phone? No, I can't. I'd rather have a, a decent phone and a tablet. That's me, though. Like, it's all opinion, isn't it? Like, Well, of course. It's just remember, this, that's the ultimate decision for any of us, right? It's what, does, yeah. what works for our work. What works for you. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And like I said, just before we went on live, you know, Dar said he had he tried the Windows phone. He just it didn't like it. It just wasn't going to get on with it. Good, yeah, and some yeah. people now is it because maybe they give up on it too early? Sure, or maybe it's just because he did use it. He's like, this is it doesn't work. <clears throat> I don't like the UI. I'm not into the interface. I don't really, you know, I don't see it happening for me. And that's the beauty of it. You know, that's it, there's the choice. Do you know what I I think was a big issue for Google, and I think it's improving, but it's it's something a lot of companies' products that wither and die have a common issue, and it's a lack of strong leadership in terms of product management and direction. (laughs) And 
I'll be honest with you. I don't think Rick Osterloh is the man to take Google's pixel division forward. Mm-hmm. Um, having spoken to like former Apple employees, there is a very clear vision, a very clear direction. Decisions get made like that. Right. Everything's cutthroat. Mm-hmm. It's business. And I've never felt like Google has at any point had that. Mm-hmm. You know, right. um, they need someone to just get a grip, take charge, and they have a five-year roadmap. Because right till now, it's felt like, okay, so we've dropped this device. Uh, so what are we doing next year? Like, anyone got ideas? Let's brainstorm. Apple already yeah. knows what they want to put in the iPhone 16. Oh, yeah. They, oh, they yeah. work two years ahead. They already know. I think that's probably fair. Oh, you have I think to. that's pretty fair. That's the only way you can, I mean, because of the lead time it takes for these devices, you have to have some clear direction. That doesn't mean you're locked into that, but you have to have some kind of 36-month roadmap about... An okay, ethos we, as well. An ethos right. that is, you know, your product's ethos, basically. What is it that you want to do? And Google always says, we're about the ambient background computing being helpful. And I think that's something they've really started to knuckle down on. Mm-hmm. which I think is great. It's great. You, you need customers to identify with why am I choosing your brand? What is it about the Pixel device? Like it's one, two, three specific selling points mm-hmm. that the customer can consistently identify with. That's something that they're starting to knuckle down on. Establish yeah. an identity. Yeah, exactly. yeah, definitely. I think that's that was the that was the point I think that you hit perfectly. It's like you know, they have to have some kind of identity, something that aligns you what you feel and how you feel about your devices with what they're offering to you it's like do those... OnePlus as an example right OnePlus are a great example everyone identified with them as the budget flagship it was so clear very early on right you know and i think there's a really good difference if you look at how OnePlus very early on established an identity and how quickly they strew a large strong customer base oh yeah that was very loyal if Google had done that, they may well be in a better position right now. Mm-hmm. And it, pro- it probably stems from the fact that early on, they weren't even sure if they were going to carry on with Pixel. Right. Because looking back at Nexus, they just killed it off. Right. We're just you like, know? we're not doing it anymore. We're done. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> and look at the services, the you know, the graveyard of services. It's That's really- not like Google to do that, is it? <laughs> yeah, but yeah, and just leaving services, like and how they just kind of seem like they always, like Aloe and all these other kinds of things. It's just like... A- at some point a couple of years ago, they just seemed to be kind of all over the place. They didn't really have a, a it didn't feel strong like, leadership. Right. Or it didn't seem like they had a good direction on top of the leadership, right? They didn't have a good idea of like where do we want to be? We're just kind of <clears> throwing <throat> everything against the wall and see if it sticks. They way. need Lenny Bonds. That's what they need. That's what they need, Lenny Bonds. And speaking Lenny of Lenny Bonds in charge. And if you want Pixel to see Man more, himself. If you want to see more of what's going on, check us out at Purposely Pixel, our YouTube channel. We got all sorts of stuff. Pixel stuff, other stuff. That's who hosts our show. Folks over there, Lenny and the, and the gang and Neil and all them, they're really good. They put videos out, doing good work. They're trying to trying to trying to give you some other options other than the mainstream channels. And uh, check them out. So it's purposely Pixel YouTube channel. Give them a shout out, like a video, sub a video, sub a, up the channel, and maybe uh, comment. You know, be engaged. They like that kind of stuff. And obviously, go through our whole playlist. There's loads on there now. Nomad right. Tech Project. Right. Just load. some amazing guests we've had. We might actually have a mix. Maybe I don't know if we do or not, but maybe they have like YouTube's got mixes. Maybe we have that. I don't. Yeah, know. Mate, they might do. I no mad mix. They should have if they haven't. And and that, and that, to Patara's point, I like the fact that like that's what um, Panos Panay did with the Surface team. I mean, he is like taking that entire Surface line, and really, I mean, at first they were thinking this Surface thing is not going to take off. Like we are not going to be able to truly really leverage this hardware. And I I think right now they offer a lot of stuff. Now, granted, 
not all of them are landing, right? You got Surface Neo that didn't become a thing. And there was a couple of, you know, there's their Windows 10X didn't really go anywhere either. So they're trying, but I mean, but you can tell he's really passionate and there is some at least leadership at, at that, at that, in that branch. Everything else, you know, who knows? I know there's enterprises that are pretty good too. So. I just want to. <laughs> Just want to throw this out there. Putting Lenny in charge of the Pixel would be dangerous because Google Assistant would pick up a New Jersey accent and right. no one is going to understand it. <laughs> right. That'd exactly. be awesome. I don't want my Pixel I'd love that. like it's from New York. <laughs> Especially if it's giving me uh, It's like, what did he just say? Hey, you suck. Turn around. It's like, okay. All right. There you go. Yeah, I, I would agree. Lenny, Pixel let's start get... answering back, mate. <laughs> right. Yeah, so, they like, would. Are you sure you want to go there? Uh, actually, not the oh, shit. No, I don't actually, Google Assistant. I'll go wherever you'd like me to go. Exactly. So, you know, I guess the other question is, though, you got the 14 coming out. I guess they have to ask the question. You know, they, they're changing the notch. Like, yay, nay, do you care? Is it a thing? Does it really matter? I mean, what are your um, thoughts about that? I, I will say, you as an iPhone user, looking at the notch day to day, when I'm just interfacing with it to use iMessage, whatever, I don't notice it. Right. But I do like to watch content on the go. And when I want to full screen something and I've got this weird notch cutout in my content, that is when it starts to piss me off. Yeah. That is when it starts to piss me mm. off. Um, do I think what's coming is an improvement? For sure. For sure. I, there's a lot of, is it this is it this style? Is it the eye pill or one continuous pill? I don't know. I'm going to wait till basically we've seen it and I've experienced it for myself. Um, but I think either or is a massive improvement. Oh, yeah, I'd agree. It's a massive improvement. So it, in an ideal world, I would have gone for an Android-style punch hole in the top left because, let's be honest, we all orientate our device landscape this way, so the punch hole is in the bottom left, right. and it's completely out of the way. And I think one of my all-time favorite viewing experiences was on the Pixel 4a 5G because of that. Right. It was nigh on all display. Exactly. You know? Yeah, exactly. You know, there's no interruption. Beautiful. In I love it. No yeah, interruption I, in the display. Yeah, I kind of, I, I don't know. I think I, I kind of looked at them both. I, 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 at first, I didn't like the interrupted, like the two different, you know, the separate. I am not a fan. I don't know if I like that. I like, if you're going to do one, just have one continuous. Just, just, make just it, do one cut out. And yeah, I it just, I don't know. I mean, I can understand why they would want to do it. Cause I guess you could get screen real estate in the middle between, but I mean, that's, I, I think it's more disruptive than really what it offers you. So I would hope they go to a continuous. I, I don't notice the notch. You're right. When I have an I have an iPhone for uh, work, I think, and I use it. And honestly, I don't notice the notch. But I also don't watch videos and stuff on my phone. I, I do have Teams, but it's always I just kind of set it up into you know just the way I hold the phone. I don't put it in landscape. And really, I'm not yeah, paying yeah. attention to it. I'm really just doing audio, so I can see mm. pictures. So it really, the only time I ever use any like essentially video capability, it doesn't bother me. So, but I I, I know for watching content for people like you, I know that just has to drive you crazy. As an Apple user, though, do you wish they had a um, fingerprint scanner? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. Um, like, yes, Face ID is secure, convenient. You're already looking at it. Just double tap the lock button. Away you go. Can't fault it. There's nothing wrong with it in that sense. But there's something satisfying in using the fingerprint sensor. I, I like using the fingerprint sensor. Um, mm. I was always a big, big fan of the rear-mounted fingerprint sensor on yeah. the older Pixels because you could pull down the, you could swipe down. I loved that. Menu. Yeah. Oh, and that yeah. was awesome. And it was like putting your, your hand in your pocket and just like putting your finger on the back button. So by the time you pulled it out, it's already unlocked. Right. Bam, bam, and, thank and, you, ma'am. And plus also, bam, that's, bam, where thank your you, phone, that's where your finger would normally be if you were holding the device, you know, looking at content. Your finger would kind of naturally rest there. Naturally, yeah. 
in the position where you would like not only you have the fit phone a lot, but that's how you would probably hold it. And I, you know, I just I don't I I actually I'm I'm a big fan of the side mounted too. If you have like, <laughs> like on the duo, but yeah, I, I don't I don't dislike the side mount. Thing. Yeah, the Ooh. side mount, dude. I, I'm a, I like the in display, man. I'm all about the in display. Yeah, and that's and like I said. So yeah, I'm not. I, oh, if it's, I like if it's really good, If it's really good. Yeah, I'm in. But some of these are like on, you know, some of these phones, their fingerprint. Like I, this is my LG Wing today. That's the phone of the day, and the fingerprint reader on this one's uh, a little slow, but it's an LG, so that's what it is. But yeah, I, I like the fact that this should have, and that was my one knock against the Pixel 4 XLs. It didn't have any other kind of biometric lock, and I was like, man, that would suck if you can't. It was that. so flawless, though. It didn't need oh, yeah. anything else. It I love so it so flawless. Much. I, I kind of was great. I, I wish they would have kept it. I, I'm curious. I wonder. Yeah, I'm, I'm just curious, like in the, the bowels of Google CEOs and executives and developer people, like, why did you get off that? So, I mean, you spent obviously so much time developing it. Why did, why did they just, I mean, it's like, I can, I can, dive, I can explain that a little bit if you like. Sure. So because of how sophisticated and intelligent solely is you and how easily available it is to buy secondhand bulk pixel 4xl devices pixel 4s um it's actually a counter-terrorism thing they're incredibly easily weaponized and used for precision guided munitions sweet so basically what it is is the american government said because of how easy it is to weaponize this and governments like iran could buy it en masse and start producing very precision uh very precise munitions you cannot export it beyond x amount of markets and google looked at it and said we want to go further than these markets so they have to remove it because okay. you can't you can't say okay well in the us and uk i'm going to sell a pixel which has solely and face id but if you're anywhere else beyond these approved pre-approved markets where we think there's sufficient counterterrorism controls in place we're not selling it with that, that. so across yeah. the board they just chose not to sell it that's that's what it actually came down to wow that's pretty interesting like i didn't because I never was that good yeah i never i never really got into it. i just thought it was one of those things where i never really kind of got into the to the weeds on what the decision was and what was you know what was driving that decision at a, at a, at a company level to, to get right because yeah i mean on the forex so didn't get a choice so good oh it's so good <laughs> yeah i know well welcome to us government you know us it's like yeah they're like yeah you can't do that uh so stop like yesterday that's okay so do they still use it though in some i wonder if they'll use it on the tablet or not yeah i know they're looking at bringing it back but in what capacity i don't know a dumbed down version maybe yeah potentially a simpler Mm. sensor i don't know yeah our our man aditi in the chat joe is purposely xperia (laughs) yeah man (laughs) i love it i like it Absolutely. So you got so you got that the fourteen. So what else are you looking forward to? I mean, I, I, as far as iPad, what's your consent? Do you like the smaller one, the minis? I mean, like for your use. I'm all what? about the eleven inch, which okay. is what she said. Um, <laughs> oh, you got it before me. <laughs> we'll be here all week. You can take the right there. Yeah, yeah um, I'm all about the eleven inch. It's light, portable. It it's it's that perfect middle ground. Not too big, not too small, portable, enough real screen real estate to enjoy it on a plane like I've done many times, um, to work on, to use it with universal control, with the MacBook and stuff like that. 12, 12.9 inches, and they're looking at, apparently they're talking about going up to like 13.5. It's, it's literally the size of this MacBook display. And it's a lot of display, but I don't need that much display. Right. That's what I've got a TV for. <laughs> exactly. It's true. You know, um, 
for me, a tablet is supposed to be larger than my phone, but not unwieldy. Um, what I'm really looking for with next generation iPads is an OLED display. I'm a big fan of OLED, man. I'm a big fan. Um, I know they've brought mm. out this mini LED or whatever it's called on the newer iPads, the M1, but it was initially only available on the 12.9. I really, really do not like when Apple makes something uh, an exclusive to the largest version. For example, take the 12 Pro and the 12 Pro Max. The 12 Pro Max had the larger sensor compared to the 12 Pro. I don't like that. If I'm buying an M1 iPad, I want the same display on both. So right. the first thing I'm looking for is hardware unity. Okay. Okay. Um, mini LED, I can't look. Even the old IPS LCD that was on my uh, 2020 Pro, it's a great display. It's a great display. But I just want, I'm, I'm a display snob. I'm, I'm a display snob. I like OLED <laughs> and I like the colors. Fair enough. Um, I use, I'll be honest with you, man. I watch a crap ton of Star Trek when I'm doing the dishes, all yeah. right, I want maximum, like, deep red Picard on right. my display. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. So, totally get it. So, yeah. I mean, so, I, you um, next generation? With, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm watching Voyager at the minute. How, how, oh, okay, how, I, I need to check Voyager out. I've I'm never watched a, Voyager. I'm not, Star, I'm not a Star Trek, like, huge fan. I mean, I like the shows and everything, and I know about it, but I like, I don't know, maybe I'm in the, in the minority. I like Deep Space Nine. I always thought it was kind of a cool show. I mean, I know people like Pitch. They'll like it. Yeah. I was kind of into to check it. it out. Kind of, yeah, I kind of liked it. I mean, it wasn't like my favorite. I mean, I like the obviously the next generation and stuff like that. But I don't. I was kind of digging Deep Space Nine. I thought it was kind of cool. But oh well. Yeah, Voyager was good too. Um, that got a little weird at the end. I was just kind of like, okay, we gotta get back to the, <laughs> we gotta get back home at some point. <laughs> so I guess now we're gonna leverage sport. Yay! Because yeah, we love a bit of sport. Well, well, uh, I don't like sport today. Oh God! What did your team lose today? Is that what it is? Well done, Sam. Yes, they did. <laughs> Here's how you can always tell somebody from the UK is not having a good day. If they say they're having a shit day, it's because their team lost in football. I don't give yep. a shit what it is, even if it's just not a, always. If it's a friend, some people don't like football. Believe it or not, I, I can't imagine anybody. I mean, how many people in the UK don't like football? Like 12, 13, 15? Roger, Roger doesn't. Yeah, <laughs> uh, well, it's okay. So there are guess, weird people who like cricket. Oh yeah, which I don't think is a sport, but there you I, I go. try to watch it. I can't. I don't know what's going on. I mean, nobody. And I don't have anybody kind of explaining to me what the overs are, or what the hell's happening. Like, I don't know. I don't know. It looks like baseball, kind of, but it's not really. I don't know what's happening here. It's, <laughs> it looks like baseball, it's, but it's, not. <laughs> I can't. I can't. I got nobody kind of explaining what's happening. Like, okay, we do this, and this is what's happening. And these are overs, and you know, whatever. I'm like, I, I don't know what's going. I, I can't figure it out. So I, <laughs> I, until I can figure it out, it's not a sport. I mean, that's just kind of. So I guess what are you into football, Qatar? And if you are, what is your? Because I know Matt's team, I know Joe's team. I don't have a team because I'm okay. But what what team do you follow? Uh, Queens Park Rangers from Shepherd's Bush. Uh, I have been a season ticket holder pretty much from 2010 up until this year, um, due to petrol prices. Because I'm not driving from where I live <laughs> to London with these petrol prices. Right, I can get fucked. <laughs> um, but other than that, yeah, QPR is my team. Always been there. Uh, loud, pretty much. I'm surprised I still have a voice to this day. Uh, I sit in the rowdiest part of the stadium. Oh, the, the, the hooliganisms. Yeah, it's okay. Like I like I like how it gets I've, a little I've stormed on the pitch that. before. I've been on the pitch before. Oh wow! Uh, the skinhead makes sense now, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, they can't grab your hair and pull it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, apparently, uh, Neil said he wished Matt was here because his his team beat Darby yesterday. Yep. 
I don't know. Two nil, and they fucked it up. So I don't. Sang that for you, Neil. Who, who does Did you enjoy follow? that? I don't know who Neil follows. Well, his team beat him three two, but they were two nil down. Oh, so basically, Darby took a piss. Yeah, well, they might. Yeah, I think they must have all took a piss on the side of the pitch. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> I, I don't have. I don't. I guess I. I don't. Have, the only teams I, I know for sure. Well, I know Arsenal. I know Man United. I know, and the only reason I know uh, Tottenham is because of Ted Lasso. <laughs> and, then, and then I and then I now your team the one I never heard of that team so is that QPR you might know him as QPR yeah sure no? I got okay. enough acronyms <laughs> in my world of work I don't want to hear any more of those acronyms but yeah I mean I th- so are they in the Premier League or are they in the I don't Championship I don't... one league below okay so now have they been relegated recently or have they been kind of like do they just kind of sit in that championship uh, for a while we got relegated back in like 2015 2016. Okay, I think well, in the last 10 years, we promoted twice and got relegated both times, but neither times we were good enough. We've been up for three seasons. There you go. We've done three premiership seasons in the last 10 years. Um, but neither times we were good enough to stay up. And frankly, do you know what? I'm pretty happy playing in the championship. I get more games for less money, more adventurous football, um, a better time. Championship's better, fantastic nowadays. Better crowd, better atmosphere. And honestly, do you know what? There are a lot of players in the championship who deserve more of a spot in the England team than a lot of these people who play for premiership teams. And they probably play their heart out because they genuinely do it for the jersey. Um, whereas a lot of the other players now coming from pre- large premiership teams, they're just concerned on getting back to their club ready for the next season to hit their incentives on their contracts. And that's it. Yeah. Yeah, quite often the case. So... Is is there like a standard season, or does it like does it change? I don't. I don't. I mean, yeah. I There's mean, a standard season. Yeah. Okay. So are they again in the middle of it, right? Are we? So where are we in the season essentially? Are we at? We just started. Just started. Okay. You said as if like I know. That's why I'm asking. I, I assume it. You I should know, Sam. Do your research. <laughs> I don't want to. They don't show games here, and then when they do, it's like every once in a while MSNBC or uh, uh, whatever it is they have they'll show it it'll be like i think one day i don't know who the hell was playing there's two teams i've barely ever heard of and it was just like on uh you know whatever the um the mbc uh, center whatever it was and it was like yeah, you get quite a lot of coverage out, out there yeah. didn't you they, they yeah do it um I, and then of course you know here in the here in st louis where i live we're actually next year is when our mls team starts so we're kind of excited about that although they're probably not gonna be very good but the stadium's kind of coming along it's downtown i pass it when i go to work and stuff it's pretty good I, I i would like to go to a match i to me football is one of the things I, I can't watch on television i'd have to be that's one of those things like ice hockey like nhl hockey i can't watch it on tv i love being at at, at the rink i mean it's just i went it, to my football. first hockey game oh really long ago. yeah man how did, how did that go like did you like okay my question did you kind it of wasn't violent enough i was disappointed <laughs> well it used to be back in the 90s because yeah but it, it's, it's got a little <laughs> calm now but uh yeah, I, so what did you think of it? I mean, and where were you? Was it in the UK? Like where? They uh, so my local team are called the Basingstoke Bisons. Okay. Uh, and I live like five minutes from the ice rink, and my girlfriend's always wanted to go, so I was like, okay, we can go. Right. What does uh, she think? <laughs> oh, she loves it. She's been loads of times. She's been loads of times. It was okay. my first time going, and actually, it was pretty good. It was pretty good crack, um, pretty intense, which I quite enjoyed. There was a lot of rough housing, and I was like, oh, he's gonna do it. That's it. He's gonna deck him. And then they're just like, hey, have a little chin wagon and part ways. I was like, come on, mate, just deck him already. Like, yeah, I've got this beer and I'm just ready to like throw it or something. But, uh... <laughs> See, that's what I was going to ask. Can you drink in the stands? Because I love all yeah, sports yeah, yeah. that you can drink in the stands. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And that's, yeah. that's the only thing, Sam. Football, you can't. Do what? You can't drink at a football you... match? No, no what? not in the stands. Oh, no, I got thrown oh. out for it once. 
So I guess yeah. now, well, I guess my question is, could could you go like to like out of the stadium like to a concourse and get one at like a concession stand? And then yes, like, yeah, you can, yeah, yeah. and then watch okay. it on a TV in the ground, okay. but you have to stay downstairs. Oh God, that's kind of, I guess well, I guess because people throw it at each other, or I guess it just gets too crazy. I don't know. I mean, I would just people yeah. throw it and all sorts. Yeah. <laughs> See, I, I Matt was trying to get me to go, and I was like, I don't know if I want to go to a match because I, I don't want to be the American that looks like a complete idiot and then somebody's going to say something slick to me and I'm probably going to tell him to shut his fucking mouth and then I'm probably going to get into a fight um, because <laughs> and it's not because I want to it's just like I just want to like you know kind of be in the but I want to experience all of it and I, I can tell Patar's probably been in some places that may or may not have gotten a little yeah, where some physical counseling was happening probably in the stands <laughs> where people talking to each other <laughs> catching hands a little bit there in the stands so uh there's been a couple of occasions after the game people have wanted to catch hands now whether i parlayed or not is another matter right but, and um, we'll just yeah but uh yeah because you gotta go to the parking lot where you get your car and stuff like that so. oh no you just have to go where metropolitan police aren't that's that's pretty much the gist <laughs> of it yeah. yeah yeah so uh so yeah so i guess what what team did you lose arsenal lost to who do they even play yeah i lost 10 pounds i don't know sam we don't want to talk about it yeah we do we <laughs> no it's uh man united uh man united oh. Yeah. I thought they weren't that good. I thought they were like really good. No, they've won their last four games, including today. <laughs> no, no, it's all right. It's a long old season. That's right. Fine. It's not how you start; it's how you finish, and do you get relegated? Yeah, that's, the end of that's the it. So cool. I mean, that's that's a lot of fun. Um, and and so I guess the only other thing I can think of is, Joe, do you uh, have anything else we need to talk about? Maybe possibly a <clears throat> sponsor. Yeah, let's talk about Petar's name, Direct Tech. How yeah, did that come about? I'm curious. I was going to ask about that, but I'm glad you brought it up. Like, I was always amongst my bit number and then it stopped me like, all right, listen, like, this XYZ person is going to be there. Like, please, please just shut the fuck up. Like, I know you don't like them, but just shut the fuck up and don't say anything. Like, just tolerate them. I'm like, all right, all right, as long as they don't say anything stupid, blah, blah, blah. And then I have like four drinks and they say something dumb and I turn around and I'm like, no one fucking likes you. Why are you here? Wow. Like you're, you're like a token just for the evening. <laughs> and um, I've always been really blunt. Or like if I don't like. Oh. I've always been to say anything, whether it's tech or, you know, I just thought, yeah, tech direct to the point and there you go i'm getting a bit of lag my end yeah it's okay i think yeah his uh connection got a little we got most of it but it was a little a little piece of okay. hardwired in yeah. uh yeah i don't know what what was happening i got i think i got the gist of it though yeah he's got the gist of it i think if you follow peto on twitter Oh, yeah. uh, you, well, you'll I, experience that. <laughs> well, I do, and I and I actually kind of appreciate that because it's kind of a no holds barred yeah. kind of approach, and I and I kind of I kind of like that. I mean, I, I don't know if I would have enough. I mean, I I've had to kind of calm down in my my in my older days, but I like being direct. <laughs> at least you know where somebody lives, right? You know, and he's and these are things that you know I'm you know where you're at. at, and yeah, and he's passionate about it, and that's what you. I don't want somebody who's going to be doing tech that just kind of laissez faire. I, I like it's somebody funny. who's a little bit more upfront. Me, it's. Take for example, yeah. I've no like comment getting my not a big use. It's taken for a year to get to subs. Yeah. Over that period, I know for a fact I've impacted people's purchasing decisions mm-hmm. with my content, right? So if I'm gonna start dishing this advice out, 
I, I try to remove any bias that I can, and I really do try to look at it as objectively black and white. Mm-hmm. Hard fact, right? What do I of this brand device? Is it something you would personally use? And if why? That's what has ten on. Like, for example, everyone who's in the stream now, um, Lenny, Neil, Dan, they all know how absolutely devastatingly harsh I was on Google when the Pixel 6 dropped, mm-hmm. right? Because it's an experience that I always loved. It was my go-to Android recommendation. It was really, really reliable, okay? Yeah. Um, Pixel 6 launched with Android 12, and it just took, like, it was like a nosedive of a cliff for me. Yeah, You know, Android 12 was horrendous. Um, I was having issues with the fingerprint sensor and it was not, it was not unusable. It was unusable and I had to send it back. Right. Fast forward nine months and I've made a Pixel 6 Pro nine months later video. Mm. And I've said, it's like a new device. It's like a second coming for it. Right. You know, it's probably one of the greatest revival stories. And Android 13 breathes new into the Pixel 6 series. You know, they mm. have turned it around, but gonna give any kind of either your Pixel 5 and 4 were great, like, ah, you know, I can let it pass. Absolutely not, because you're expecting people to pay 40, 50 pounds a month for these devices, or you right. expect them to go into the store and cough up 900 pounds for a Pixel 6 Pro. Regardless, like, it's it's a financial burden that they're signing for for 24 months. Right. So that's the so thing, it's, it's weird, because my experience was good of it. Well, I had a really good experience, but I think there was a big handful of people that got really unlucky, and you yeah. being one of them. And, and I think it's um, more than just a handful. I, I'd say a, a really vast, a lot of people really start having issues with so, first. Yeah, yeah the, maybe. The real measure was the inconsistency in experience. If you're not yeah, having maybe. a consistent experience, if, if it's like 10% of people saying, I have a bad experience, you can, you can put that down to bad units. But when yeah. it feels like it's more like 50-50, you have a real problem. You have yeah. a real problem, you know. And I, I just happen to come across people at work who I've never worked. I'm a contractor. I'm an electrician. And they were having pixels. And I was like, what? Like, I've never seen so many pixels in the wild. And I just had to go over and be like, look, I know this is Advertising. Random, like, <laughs> Yeah, he had to ask. Because, yeah, it's like something you just you have to find out. Like, I, I go over there. Here. I'm like, look, I do tech YouTube. I have a YouTube channel. Like, nobody ever really buys this brand. Like, can you just tell me what made you buy it? So they told me. And they're like, okay, cool. You got a good deal on it sweet how's your experience so far and up until like i don't know april may everyone was saying to me oh man it's really buggy oh man i don't know if i want to stick with it again maybe i'll just go back to samsung they all said the same thing i think i'll go back to samsung yeah you know Hmm. now obviously over time with updates that's going to level out and they probably don't have the attention span to remember that far back right but not every some people may well have jumped ship and sold it and gone i can't use it yeah you know? Yeah, and that's the problem. That's the shame too. Is you know that might have been their first attempt at getting a Pixel device, and it first impressions right matter. And like now they're like, well, I can just I try to get this Pixel. I heard so many good things about it, but it's been just not usable. It's been a terrible experience. I just can't. I can't. I can't. Mm. So I got to go back. Where, yeah, I mean that's that's the sucky part. They finally got in on Tensor, right? That's a new chip, a new set of hardware, a new Android build, and everything else. And it just it kind of it kind of staggered a little bit, and a lot of people who were. That's Maybe where the first they... time people diving in on the pixel really left a bad taste in their mouth. Really Tensor, I think Tensor is what tripped them up. Yeah. Because 
credit where it's due, it's a big venture for them to make something like Pixel. Uh, sorry, like Tensor, should I say, yeah. right? Um, they're genuinely very junior when it comes to the creating this hardware. So the fact that, I don't know, let's say, was it five, six years in now? Or is that about it? Maybe seven years? So at that, that early on, already be developing your own silicon for your devices is a bold move, okay? And I think Android 13 demonstrates they didn't really understand how to work with Tensor right. for that initial mm, period. Maybe. And as time's gone on, they've obviously collected data and whatever else with Android 12, the feedback and everything um, submitted through like the pixel tips and support in the menu, uh, the crash logs. Android 13 is the polar opposite. It's been a phenomenal experience on every device, even through beta. It never really felt like a beta. Okay. See, yeah. this is weird. My experience, though. See, I loved my Pixel. I love my Pixel Six Pro. It's always been good for me. But actually, my battery life has gone down since I've had Android 13. Oh, I still love yeah. it. I still love this device, but it's actually gone down a little bit. Yeah, and I which guess is interesting. Did you do factory <laughs> reset? And I laugh because no, I, no. I, I always do that now. And I guess it's from the days of like having custom ROMs and stuff and flashing ROMs on my HD. Anytime I go to a major update release, I always just wipe the phone. Because I well, it seems going to go in the Xperia, so I might do that. Just give yeah, it a, a I, just, I don't know. I mean, and again, give it a flash. Placebo, maybe it isn't a thing, but I just you know I want to have a fresh build, a fresh install, completely wipe the phone, and not. I think with Android it. devices, it really does help. Yeah, I, I yeah, it probably does. And Android devices, I don't know if it's like on a kernel level because it's more PC esque. Right. If you know what I yeah. mean. Yeah, little skeletons. Um, yeah, it's probably good to give it a wipe. Mm. Um, and just let it start fresh. Yeah, especially if you're yeah, doing you know, degradation either in the performance or a battery or something like that. It would just, you know, a lot of times too, I just like, I, I just do it as a habit now. Like when I got the 13, I install it, let it run a little bit. And then the next day I just shut the whole thing down, wipe the whole phone. And then, and I don't, I, I don't install it off of a backup. I install it completely clean, reinstall all the apps fresh. I don't, because I've had issues where oh, okay. I, that would, that would drive me I, nuts. I picked a backup. And it was like, it, it's it's okay. But I've had issues where I've gotten backups and some apps just don't work right. It just for some reason, I think when they're being saved, when they're trying to cash them in, I think they just get weird. So yeah, it's a pain in the ass, but I've gotten so good at doing it now. And I don't have a lot of apps, but for a person like Tar, it's probably a, like not, it's a non-star. Like, I'll wipe the phone. And I'm just going to restore a backup because fuck just download everything. Uh, well, funny you mention it. I mean, even for Apple devices, and this is coming from the Genius Bar at the Apple Store, they also recommend not installing from a backup. If you've had software issues mm -hmm. and they, you know, wipe the device or replace the device, they said to the guy at the bar, I was overhearing the conversation, um, don't install it from a backup because the problem could well be within the backup. Right. Just do it as a fresh installation. So it is an across the board thing, but I just mm. have gen generally noticed it tends to be more with Android. You need to do a factory reset. I've, I can probably count on, on one hand how many times in four years I've had to factory reset an iPhone over a software issue. Right. I had to at one time. It fixes it. An old, I had an old uh, iPhone 8, and I just it, I had to restart it. I had to just wipe it. It just was it was Yeah, iOS 11, man. Terrible. It was terrible. Yeah, it was, and I know it wasn't a hardware thing. I think it was just some kind of something in the software just got weird, and it just didn't like it, and it kept just crashing on it. So I'm like, you know what? Screw it. But you're right. That's... But as, as a general rule for me being an Android person, I always, when I install the brand new update and it's not from a beta, I just completely wipe the phone and just install apps one at a time and kind of get everything back kind of to where, where I like it. And it seems like it works for me. 
again, it may not, you know, your, 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 your mileage may vary on that, but uh, I would try that. If you're having some issues with the battery on your six pro, I would, I would suggest wiping it out on 13 and just trying it again. See. What yeah. I think I'll do that. Yeah. And, yeah. And then like I said, yeah, clean the cash device, health services, all that kind of stuff. Just, just go from scratch and see, or just buy a, a new Android device and you don't have to worry about wiping shit. Cause then it comes with the, the factory factory fresh. Right? It's all fresh and clean. So so how, how how are you liking it so far? Is it getting warm already? Are you installing apps and it's getting toasty? No, I've, I've, I didn't want to play about with it too much. It's not uh, it's not professional, Sam. You see, right, exactly. I'm I'm ever the professional me, you know. Right. And um, looking good, so that's all that matters, right? Yeah. Well, I had my um, polo on from work earlier. I had to quickly shove this on. Didn't need an iron, so I quickly shoved it. <laughs> so, Batar, where where are we at? Like, what's the next? Uh, what's the rest of 2022 looking for the channel? As far as obviously. The uh, obviously, what you, what we're going to have do? Apple Watch Series 8, uh, AirPods Pro 2, um, iPhone 14 Pro Max. Um, I'm also looking to get a 16-inch uh, MacBook Pro. Cool. Um, I'm also going to look to grab the Pixel 7 or 7 Pro with the Pixel Watch. Because, like I said, it's a great device, great software great experience google is so good at delivering a really helpful experience very streamlined and logical extremely functional and it's their first first smartwatch and the pixel this is this is what really gets me about the pixel and why i struggle to hold on to it as much as i enjoy it right as a standalone device phenomenal it's phenomenal but for someone like me coming from the watch the macbook and everything else around it yeah I have these moments where it also starts to feel a little hollow. Like, yes, they've got the buds now, but I'm just used to having, like, my little trifecta on the go. The watch, the buds, and the phone. Yeah, you know? it's, it's hard for you to kind of... Yeah, especially when you're used to that, how that how it all works. And it's really hard the to kind of... functionality of that kind of day-to-day setup. Um, yeah. I think where they're doing a fantastic job is they're shoring it up now with the Pixel tablet that's coming along okay. uh mm-hmm. watch that's coming along i think what they're doing with the buds is fantastic the a series are good the buds pro are good i wasn't their biggest fan but i don't think they're terrible i still think they're solid um i really want to see another chromebook from them that's what i want to see right chromebook yeah. so i think once they've tackled the tablet and the watch um and maybe give it a year or two to refine it because i, I don't know if you guys share this sentiment but Google's first generation products, I'm always thinking buyer beware. Like it's a, I it's think that's with any brand. Really, I think yeah. any brand to be honest. But, but, and especially these earned, days. And Google has earned that reputation with the Forex. <laughs> oh, I think yeah, with it's... Google, you really just have to give it that little bit extra of buyer beware. Right. I agree. You know, I, I would have more faith, and I'm gonna sound biased, but I have more faith in a first generation Apple product that comes to market being genuinely prepared to be on the market than I do um with google and look at tensor and its first generation run you know yeah i never felt like early on for the first nine months it was ready to be on market yeah and you know? i and i agree with uh with Vry here like i i like the pixel book i really i know it was a little high i know it was a little, but man that was a nice piece of kit i liked the pixel book i thought and they've, they've got such a big market i think genuinely there's a big market out there for a google ecosystem you know yeah definitely I, I think there's a, on some level somewhere out there with a little bit of digging and a, and a little bit of hard work, there's more potential in a Google ecosystem than a Samsung ecosystem because they have the services. Right. So I was going to ask, I was going to ask you what you thought of the Samsung ecosystem. 
And have you considered sort of going into them, having a little look? So, I, I've dabbled in the yeah. system uh, a couple of months back, maybe March, April. I had an S21 Ultra, the Galaxy Watch 4 Classic, a Samsung tablet, and their Buds Pro. Yeah. Um, my thoughts on that. I think they've got potential. I think they've got potential. I think they let themselves down with things like Exynos. Yeah, the Exynos, Exynos chips, yeah. Is ter- terrible. Like, I flat out refuse to ever recommend a Samsung device while they maintain selling Exynos. And on top of that, I refuse to respect Samsung as a brand. I don't care what they do with the Fold and the Watch Pro with the great battery life. You do not respect your consumers equally across the board. Here, here. They, yep. they do not value the British consumer. They deliberately sell Exynos devices at the same price as they do... The whole of Europe. Device, you yeah. know? Yep. They, they don't sell um, the same trade-ins. Like, people are getting $800 for an iPhone 6S on trade-in, but my 13 Pro is worth <laughs> £250. That's ridiculous. Yeah, it's, that's it's absolutely right. ridiculous. The incentives just aren't the same. Yeah, I, and, I, I don't think that should be regionally based. I think that should be across. The, either everybody gets it or nobody gets it. I, I don't it's Snapdragon it. next year, isn't it? But um, yeah. you know but why? Because Pixel's taking the Exynos. But just with the deals, too, I agree with them 100%. It's why, why is there that disparity? Yeah. And, it, and it, you can't tell me that it doesn't feel like it's specific to the UK market, right? Or why it just, people it who live in the UK would just be like, we're being, we're getting picked on a little bit here. It's like, that's not, you can't give me a good business justification for that. Cause that's the problem. I mean, I, I can tell you what their business justification is. I'm a hundred percent, hundred percent certain I've nailed it down. If you want to hear it. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. We're always open to hearing it. Yep. Samsung is semiconductor and it's a massive division for them, right? Let's, let's keep in mind that, at the heart of who Samsung are, the mobile division is not it. It's just a division. It's just another diversified revenue stream for them. Yeah? Yep. Their semiconductor division, they sunk £12 billion into foundries for developing silicon. Now, when you look at the production and the quality of their stuff like that, their competitive TSMC, okay? For example, the original Snapdragon 1, the original one. Qualcomm and Samsung couldn't get the from TSMC because basically owns the majority, right? They throw money at TSMC because they heavily rely on TSMC for the quality of their silicon. And even people who were buying the S22 Ultra with the 8 Gen 1, the original one, weren't getting a good experience. And this is because the quality of their nodes is poor. And they, that is where Exynos falls over, not just on an architecture level, but a genuine manufacturing level. The f- quality of their manufacturing is poor and they're not getting as much business as they would like. So now we're getting to the end game here. Why do they continue to literally impose Exynos and keep selling it? It's because they need to recover the money. Yeah. If you're not, if you're not putting your own silicon from your foundries in your own devices... How the fuck are you going to expect anyone to, you know, give you a twenty yeah. million pound order for your foundries? Right for their for their devices, their semiconductor. They need just, to recoup yeah. the money and they need to show at least some confidence in the product. Yeah, I think it's interesting that um, in Korea they used to use the Exynos, and I think there was one year they they uh, went with Snapdragon. 
two years ago they stopped. Yeah. And that's yeah. a big thing in your home. Because there was complaints. Right. In your home market, in your home you, market, you, you don't sell it. Yep. A lot of people got sacked over that when they had to switch over. Yeah, absolutely. It was embarrassing clearly, for them. Clearly not enough people. Right. Yeah, clearly not enough. Yeah. <laughs> so. Oh, yeah. God. And so my question, Joe, is with your new Xperia, are you going to get a skin? And if you are, where are you going to get it from? Well, there's only one place to get one, mate. And that is extremeskins.co.uk. That's right. You need to get some of those. Get, go check them out. They got all sorts of... Get my, some, some skinage. Available. Get some skinage. <laughs> is that a word? <laughs> no, I don't know. It's a little dodgy. That's not okay. going to stick, is it? Yeah, oh, skin will stick, though. Yeah, let's just like, Yeah, so basically... That jokes keep rolling. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, check them out if you want to. You know, if you don't like the color of your device, or all they had was the black model, and you don't really want the black carbon or whatever. To be fair, yeah. Yeah, get you whatever. That's all man. I could get. Right. So now you can throw it on there, nice skin, protect the phone, make it look shiny and new and branding and color coordinated. Buy a whole bunch, and then you know, change them every once in a while, like I do. So it got a bunch of devices. Hell, even had the Duo too. They they're really good folks over there, guys and gals over there at ExtremeSkins.co.uk. Check them out. Give you a lot of deals pretty good and if you put the skin on wrong they'll just fuck with you because that's kind of cool that's how they really skin do. your tech in style absolutely so check them out and also remember don't don't forget this is going to be streamed on the purposely pixel youtube channel go check that out as well guitar my friend thank you very much for taking your time i know it's a little earlier than that we normally go but we really appreciate you taking your time to spend with us it's it's, it's an no, honor no, thanks and for having me on, man. on joe it's good having a direct right it's great having direct people in on here yeah, um, definitely give a Petar a follow on Twitter. Yeah, especially as, um, if you want to see some really good stuff because every once in a while, even if you just want to lurk and see the conversations, he just gets yeah. into it, man. If you want to upset like, yourself, just follow me on Twitter. No, no, man, it's fun. <laughs> it's it's a lot of good times, man. If any, here's the thing: if you get that pissed off about Twitter, you need to kind of evaluate your life. It's just like, come on, man. It's like, even if you got <laughs> yeah, it's, it's... just just calm down, folks. It'll be all right. So we and, and we'll make sure we get all your uh, your channel and all that stuff in the show notes. And again, oh, welcome you, on anytime it. you want. And please, we'd like to touch base with you again later on. And good luck to your yeah, channel yeah. and continue your growth. And we're we're both yeah, this is fans. just season one, right? Likewise, both, yeah, yeah. We're both huge fans, so we'll, we'll definitely uh, come back and meet you again sometime soon. I hope. All right, Thanks, everyone. Man. That's Thanks it. Oh, absolutely. Uh, so that's it. Joe and I are going to go ahead and take off. We're going to try to see if we'll be back next Sunday. I don't think we have a guest. Maybe Joe will get some time with the Xperia. Quality yep. time. I don't know. It's a little. Hell yeah. You're okay. Yeah, You're baby. It... You're making it weird. So stop. It's just a phone. Come on. That's what I'm here for. <laughs> okay. So that's what we're here for too, and all the tech and everything else. So again, join us next Sunday for another Nomad Tech Project with Sam and Joe. Don't know the guest, but I'm sure. And if we don't, we'll just sit here and just chuff around and have good good conversations and we really always everybody in the chat lenny and dan and mike's in there and aditya showed up and everybody that showed up and i uh, saw I, I saw jermaine a little earlier all right so, actually yeah. quickly i think um dan's doing a live stream after this okay yeah so at go, grounded tech yeah go so check that out. go over to there all right and, i think he is anyway and if he's not we'll just direct your traffic anyway so for yeah. myself, and <laughs> that's no bad tech project for this sunday come back next week we'll have some good stuff remember enjoy your tech we love you guys. Take care of yourselves, and we'll be back next Sunday. Have a good, good week. Goodbye. Bye, everybody.